Good day, this is Rebel, and you are listening to Rockin' Radio. Before introducing my guest, this segment of Rockin' Radio is brought to you by rawretreat.com. If you're looking for a retreat center, find out what's happening in the raw food world and or pick up some good products, please visit rawretreat.com. If you are holding a retreat, please contact us at billyourbeans at rockinradio.com. My guest today, this is going to be a very different show. Uh, my guest today is Andrea Cox, or Andrea, you, you pronounce it Andrea, right? Andrea, yeah. Andrea, owner of The Healthy Haven. Uh, I choose to have Andrea on. Uh, she emailed me, and she had an interesting story. So, Andrea, welcome. Well, well thank you for having me, Rebel. How are you? I'm fantastic. <laughs> now, is every day a fantastic day, Revel? Pretty much, yeah. You know, what, even when I have what I consider, what some people would consider <clears throat> a down day when, I, when I'm depressed, or I don't get depressed much, but I, I have been known to have a time when I cry, and to me, I'm still celebrating that. Oh, and you're, you're, you're releasing toxins when you cry. It's beautiful. Oh, it's cathartic. It just, it it just feels good sometimes. And um, I was I was thinking recently about a time when I split up with somebody I was with. Um, I was only with him for three months, but I really thought there was something really great between us. We had a really strong connection, and then uh, he decided he wanted somebody to have a child with, and I was not going to do that, so we split up amicably. And I cried for three months, every night for three months. And it was just a very cleansing cry, and, and um, people would have thought if they'd heard me that I was depressed, but it really wasn't. It was just a really cathartic cry, and then I was ready to move on and find my soul man. You know what? Your, your soul man or your soul mate? Soul mate? Yeah, my bo, soul my man. bow man. No, my <laughs> bow, I said my bow man. His name is Bo. Oh, bow man. Oh, my that's bow man. nice. Yeah. Yeah, that is so nice. You know, I think people often misconstrued crying or or even releasing your feelings when you when you, you know, I, I don't know about you, but I'm one that I wear my heart on my sleeve. I talk about my 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 problems to other people. I like to get things off my chest, and I think a lot of times people misconstrue that as, oh, well, she has issues, or or she's you know depressed, or she's. I think it's cleansing. I, I don't know about you, but I think it's it's a wonderful way to release as long as you're not releasing your negativity on people. Yeah, you mean vomiting? Um, <laughs> you mean vomiting on people? Yeah, so, well, you know, vomiting or, or releasing your stuff. But, well, you I, know, um, I think my heart belongs in my chest where, where it belongs. But, yeah, um, usually if I have something to release... Uh, Bo is the one I, I talk to about most of my stuff, and then I, I write about it. You know, oh, I, I, I love just, to I, write. You know, put it in a blog or something, because <clears throat> I don't really think people need to hear a lot of issues that uh, may or may not have. And I, I rarely have issues, so it's not that big a deal for me. And, and the ones I do have, I just blow up, get it over with, bam, done. And, uh, See, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's other people, uh, and I used to do this. I used to carry it for two, three days, sometimes weeks, sometimes months. 
but usually if I can get it out one time, I'm usually okay. It's rare that I hold on to something. Every once in a while, a little happen, but usually I can just blow it up, get it out, bun, I'm done. Uh, so, know. oh, go ahead. Why did you write to me, Andrea? You know, I wrote to you for several reasons. Um, I am 100% raw vegan. Um, I, uh, I I went raw for the first time. Let me give you a little history about myself. Um, I do the healthyhaven.net. Um, it's uh, I'm a reflexologist and a raw food coach, and I help transition people onto the raw. Um, when I when I first discovered raw food, um, let me take you back a little while. I started out. Um, when I was about 20 as a fitness model, I ate a very high-protein, uh, your typical fitness model diet, uh, flesh, um, eggs for breakfast, protein shakes, chicken salads for lunch, chicken salads for dinner, fish, very, very high flesh, very low-carbohydrate um, diet. I uh, didn't touch fruit for 10 years. Oh, my. For 10 years other than a lemon being squeezed in water, mm-hmm. I did not touch a piece of fruit. And uh, it was really, and, and I want you to bring that up later because there's a funny story when I went raw about me reintroducing fruit. Um, but at any rate, uh, I was in a 10-year relationship. I was not married. We were engaged. For 10 years? Um, I, I loved him with all my heart. Uh, however... I think maybe there was a commitment problem there. We had built the house, and, and he just didn't um, he didn't seem to want to take that final step. So I left, and um, I had to start from scratch. I was 28 years old. I moved home with my mother, and at this time, um, had no idea what raw food was. Uh, I took various jobs, um, just just doing nothing, you know, of. Uh, of interest to me to kind of make ends meet. And I knew that my diet had to change. I was depressed. I cried every day. I was moody. I was mean. I was just nasty on a daily basis to people. And uh, my menses had stopped my my cycle um, for going on three years. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I was in, in bad health. And I, I looked great. But I felt horrible, and my spirit was being pushed down. So I ended up moving out on my own. I was struggling financially and decided to send myself out to school um, uh, to Laguna Beach to uh, reflexology school and first discovered raw food. I uh, discovered a great little health food store along PCH, Pacific Coast Highway, that just got closed down. And they had a lot of raw foods there in their cafe. And I was the type of person, Revel, that I would go out to stay in the most beautiful place in the world like Laguna Beach and have my crazy food shipped by Diamond Organics. I always ate organic. But it was a lot of vegetables and still chicken, eggs, you know, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. So here I had paid, you know, several hundreds of dollars to have my food shipped out there while I was in school. And it was, you know, I was staying there for a month. And I found this little health food store. And 
I fell in love with this raw food. What was they the were name of the store? Out. Andrea, what was the name of the store? Oh, my gosh. And it's on my website. Uh, it's on PCH, Pacific Coast okay. Highway. Never mind. Not that important. Right in Corona Del Mar. Okay. Between uh, uh, the Health Emporium. The Health Emporium. Oh, really? They've closed? Yeah. Oh, bummer. Well, at, at any rate, I fell in love with this food, came back here, read a couple books, decided never to cook anything again. So this is called Raw Done Wrong. The first time I went raw, oh my gosh, Rebel, I come back to Ohio, Ohio no less, where I'm already sticking out as a sore thumb, but now let's just even compile the problem a little bit more. So I'm back in Ohio. I decide to instantly go, quote, unquote, raw. And what I thought raw was at the time was still eating my flesh-based low-carbohydrate diet with no fruit and just not cooking any of the vegetables. Mm. So long story short, I developed a horrible thyroid problem. I became hypothyroid. My bowels quit moving, and I got a blockage. And went and had an MRI done of uh, my abdomen, and they said, look, kiddo, you've got a blockage. We have to put you to sleep and go up there and break that down. Here I am. 29 years old, thinking, you know what? I'm going to get this myself. I'm not letting them put put me to sleep. I'm going to do this right. I'm going to, to read. I'm going to educate myself. I'm going to do this right. So that's what I did. That's exactly what I did. I educated myself. I reintroduced fruit, and my next-door neighbor had to come over and literally hold my hand the first time I ever ate an apple, okay? I was so scared of the sugar, and I was going to get fat, and here I was hypothyroid now, and, you know, I, I, I was crying. I was so scared because, you know, here I was, hypothyroid, which puts weight on you. My face was swollen out. I'm, you know, five foot, you know, 11, and a string bean, but my belly was distended like I was six months pregnant. My face was swelling up. It was awful. And at any rate, I reintroduced fruit, and then, you know, it took me a long time to let go of the flesh, a long time, and that's where your show came in. What what, I, what is I, a long time? I mean, you're talking months, you're talking weeks, years. Um, I'm pretty much a 100%. When I decide to do something, I go 100%. And I had that, that gym rat, uh, and when I say gym rat, excuse my, my analogy there, that gym rat mentality of, oh, egg white omelets before bed and chicken salads for dinner and, and, you know, eggs in the morning and drink your protein shake. And it took a long time to get that out of my head, that we don't need as much protein as we think we need, that I can, you know, juice a head of romaine lettuce and get more usable protein by the body. I can eat hemp seeds and get more usable protein by the body. Absolutely, and we'll have to come back and we'll talk about that too in a moment. (laughs) 
Hi, this is Revel. We're back with Rockin' Radio. This segment of Rockin' Radio is brought to you by MyPodcastExpert.com, where they offer free teleclasses and paid webinars so you can learn how to do what I do. Get your name out there as an expert in your field and sell products, meet great people, and just have fun. Please check out MyPodcastExpert.com. Tell them you heard about them from Revel on Rockin' Radio. My guest today is Andrea Cox, owner of the Healthy Haven, and uh, we're just going through Andrea's story. Let's let me give you her uh, website. It's thehealthyhaven.net. I tried healthyhaven.com. It doesn't work. Thehealthyhaven, all one word. Dot net. So, Andrea, you were saying that you realized we don't need as much protein, or you didn't need as much protein as they say. Um, just want to make a comment about that. The one thing that's really interesting about the people, and I used to be a gym rat myself. I spent a lot of time in the gym. And what I found was that uh, when I originally went into the gym, I was doing the same thing. I'd get out of the gym and I would do three egg omelets with everything in it. I mean, I don't even know how I got that down me, but I did. And when I went vegetarian, I was ripped. I mean, I ripped up so easily. It was amazing. But the thing I just want to point out to people is that when you eat dead animal carcasses as protein, you have to break that down to amino acids. Whereas when you're eating fruits and vegetables, every fruit and vegetable contains amino acids. And so it's much easier for the system to digest it and make it into usable protein, which is what Andrea had just said. Okay, continue with your story. This is interesting. Well, and you know, I'm still learning. I, I want to. I want to emphasize that I am still learning um, every day. I, I just recently flew out to New York to meet an author that authored a uh, raw food book, and uh, you know, I just I'm still learning. And it took me, like I said, forever to let go of the flesh. And one thing I held on to because I justified it as quote-unquote clean flesh is fish, a piece of salmon every mm-hmm. week. And what I found is that here I was eating, and I eat nothing cooked. And when I say nothing, I'm talking I let go of tea. I let go of everything, okay? I don't heat anything. I don't even use a dehydrator. I don't even use dehydrated products. Mm-hmm. I I I am... One hundred percent. And my diet um, recently has transformed itself. I am a big eater. I do eat large portions, but when you're eating raw, it's not a problem. I am also a juicer, and I'm toying with that right now because I've juiced for years, and I'm wondering if that is the best thing for the digestive system. on a raw food diet. There's a lot of controversy about juicing. I don't know if you know that or not. Sure. Um, is it the best thing to do first thing in the morning on an empty stomach or, you know? So so that's kind of something. And it's hard when people pay me to, you know, juice for them, yet I'm kind of struggling with that decision on my own right now. But it, at any rate, I hung on to this, this one piece of fish, okay, a week for months, for about six months. Mm-hmm. I thought I needed this one piece of animal flesh. And it was a huge improvement from dropping, you know, two chicken breasts a day and, and six eggs a day and all that. But I hung on to this because I 
I don't know. I thought I needed some type of uh, uh, amino acid for brain power or, or whatever. And then I discovered a little uh, B12 patch that I now sell um, and, uh, you know, put that on. And I'll tell you what, never touched another piece of fish again. And I think with the support of listening to your show and reading books um, and that little B12 patch, I was golden from then on out. Well, you know what's interesting is that people think they need fish or they need dead animal carcasses in order to get B12. And very, very often people who are flesh eaters, when they go and get tested for B12, they're low in that. I, I complete that's 100% right. And, you know, it's funny to me in the medical community, here my doctor who, um, you know, huh, lo and behold, at the time I thought I needed to listen to, you know, <laughs> was saying, you know, Andrea, you know, why, why are you losing all this weight? You know, why are you, you know, you're losing so much weight and you have an eating disorder or whatever. And, you know, I had an eating disorder for years when I was a fitness model. Mm-hmm. I struggled, struggled with bulimia. I told you that when I, when I emailed you, struggled with bulimia, um, where I would binge on, I mean, the local, uh, the local bakery at the grocery store knew me by name. They thought I was in the catering business because I would go in and buy three or four cakes, eat them, and vomit it up. And, and here I was on the cover of a fitness magazine. And, you know, and it took me years to get over that. That ended when I moved home with my mother. And then when I moved out on my own, you know, you know, slowly I begin to open up and experiment with food. And I do spend a lot of time in my kitchen, and I am a single woman, and it is, you know, a little bit lonely because in Dayton, Ohio, let's face it, there's not a lot of raw food is here. You'd be, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Somebody told me that recently, and I said, go on meetup.com and check it out. Have you tried that? Yeah, meet up, and there is a, a raw food potluck uh, group of, um, you know, a few people. And, you know, there's there's no raw food restaurants. There's no raw food cafes. There's It's not um, – here we don't have the luxury of – like I was amazed when I went to New York for the first time mm-hmm. two months ago. I was just blown away. And um, having a love for California uh, – I aspire to hopefully move there one day because, uh, you know, as you know, it's, I mean, the the best food in the world you can get there. You can get anything there. Absolutely. (laughs) Where do you think I stay here? (laughs) No one outside here. (laughs) Oh, that's great, though. We we have to go up in the mountains. If we want snow, we have to go up in the mountains. So that's why I like it here. I have my choices. I can go to the... uh, Within 30 minutes or so, I can get snow, I can get water, I can get dust and dirt and sand. So it's very Well, I'm cool. moving into your basement, so I don't know if, if <laughs> that's okay with you. Or... Yeah, my basement would be the uh, first floor where there is a very heavy-duty smoker who's very heavy into uh, meat. <laughs> oh, I'll just throw that person out and just take over. It's oh, fine. that's fine. Cool. Yeah, we'd appreciate that. We don't have to smell the cigarette smoke. Anyway, let's let's move on to um, what what uh, 
Well, you're, you're already answering all my questions. <laughs> uh, what benefits, though, are you saying? Have you gone through a heavy detox? Oh, yes. Uh, physical and emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people don't realize when you're, when you're physically detoxing, uh, you know, the emotions come up, and you've got to know how to deal with that stuff. And, you know, it's been hard on my family. I have um, two two older sisters. I'm the youngest, and I have a, 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 a wonderful mother, and um, I have a beautiful little nephew. And it, it's been hard because I, during my transition phase, which I'm just now getting over, and when I say just now getting over, I mean, I'm just now accepting that, you know what, this is what satisfies me. This is the way I'm going to be forever. This is the way I like to eat. This is what my taste buds want. This is what my body wants. You know, this is what, this is what I need to feel good. Um, and it's deceiving because when you go on a raw diet, here you're eating abundant food mm-hmm. in large portions and people look at you and the weight's dropping off and they think, oh my God, she's anorexic, she's not eating, she's this, she's that. And that's far from the truth. And I think it was hard for my family because knowing that I had a former eating disorder, they probably assumed that that's just what this was, was another type of eating disorder. Sure. And, you know, it's it's hard still when I talk to my sisters and, and, you know, yesterday was Thanksgiving and I ended up, you know, going over to my sisters and for, you know, maybe a half an hour and then coming back here and making a meal for myself because it's hard to get people to understand. And a lot of questions came up for me about, food combining and things, because as you know, when you go raw, it's careful to watch what you put with other foods. Um, And, you know, so I would hit my mother up with, you know, 10,000 questions a day, and she didn't, you know, of course, know how to help me. And, And so it's still difficult. I think it's difficult being by myself, but I honestly think that uh, the leaving of my relationship of 10 years and all of that that went on with that was due to my flesh-based eating diet and my, I, I, I mean, really, the, the way I was with my food, I felt horrible about myself. It, it caused me to put out a very negative um, vibe to the world. Mm-hmm. So we've got less than a minute in this segment. Uh, what connected you? What made you connect food to your mood? Because I had been on antidepressants 10 years ago and uh, cycled off of them and was told that I would always need something to be stable, was told that, you know, yada, yada, that I would need to be on um, hormones to get a menstrual cycle, that I would need to... You know, all of that garbage that the medical community feeds you. And once I cleared out my body, my mind started to clear. Oh. And that's, that's the amazing thing. Once I got rid of, and there was a lot of other things that needed to go. Supplements, and there was just abuse of food, mm-hmm. abuse of supplements, abuse of myself. Okay, hold that thought. We'll be right back. 
Hi, this is Revel, and we are back with Rockin' Radio. I've never squeaked like that before. For information on my seminars, <laughs> play shops, and teleconferences, please go to my website, revelations.com, and that's two V's and two L's. There you can sign up for my weekly revelations, purchase my books, Revolutionize Your Life in 30 Days, a self-empowering playbook, and or smoothies and smoothies for life. Contact me to speak for your school or organizations. Your purchases, plus, besides helping you get healthier mentally, physically, and emotionally, your purchases do help keep this program on the air. My guest today is Andrea Cox, owner of The Healthy Haven, and you can reach her at thehealthyhaven.net. Now, we were just talking about um, transitioning and family and stuff. And um, if it's okay, Andrea, before... When we first talked, it was just before Thanksgiving, and you had called me and told me that your family didn't want you to come to Thanksgiving dinner. It was um, it was more like uh, more the fact that I didn't feel welcome to come. My my oh, and I don't want to because my mother will listen to this, and I. Mm -hmm. um, It was more the fact that you know. We had gone back and forth on, you know, where we were having it. We finally found out we were having it at my sister's. And I said, you know, Mom, is it okay if I come? I don't know. It's not my house. You'll have to call your sister and ask her. Okay. And that, to me, was, you know, you know it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, you're our mom. Um, I am? The, n- n- no, I'm I'm talking... You know, out loud, like oh. you're our mom. You oh, know, I see. Gotcha. Thanksgiving. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, huh? <laughs> okay. Uh, no, you're not. But um, <laughs> uh, but you know, it's it's like I feel like um, Thanksgiving, Christmas, things like that are a time for family and friends, and it shouldn't just be about food. Do you know what I mean? I know what it you should mean. be. It should be about family and friends and enjoying those people and being thankful for what we have. And the food should be, you know, secondary. And I don't think, um, I I think to be honest with you in my family's uh, defense, because I was so upset that day you called me, I think that I have made this raw food thing such a big deal. Because I have, like I said, bombarded my mom with questions and, you know, just made it such an issue that now it is an issue with them. And um, I think that really at the end of the day, there's not a big understanding of it. You know, you say raw food and I I think people think sushi. You know, Mm -hmm. I get that a lot. You know, they think, oh, like raw fish, like sushi. I mean... People don't understand it, and with knowledge is power, and and what people, you know, the more people learn about it, the more understanding that comes with it, and, you know, the more, actually, my my oldest sister, um, she, I think, is kind of coming to a level where she wants to learn about it a little bit, I can tell. Mm -hmm. She has animals and, and... on certain days, I think, feeds them a raw food diet, and, and she wants to know more, I can tell. And I, I I like that. You know, we've never really gotten along, and now I feel like there's something that I can teach her and that, you know, maybe maybe she can take from it. 
Excellent. So what was my advice to you? You said don't go there expecting um, it to be a bad day. And you said you were taking a peach cobbler and Alyssa's chili to, uh, I think, your families. And, um, And so I went not expecting it to be a bad day. And I took home a plate of sweet potatoes and... Uh, uh, stuffing that I didn't eat, but to appease my mother, I said I would, you know, and and that's not good to do, but at the end of the day, it was Thanksgiving, and I wanted to, you know, to see her smile, but the truth is, Rebel, I don't crave that type of food any longer, Mm -hmm. and it's hard for me to make that clear to them that you know, well, don't you crave this? Don't you want a big steak? Don't you want it? No, and actually, I never did eat steak, but <laughs> I, I don't. I don't crave that kind of food. I crave decadent. I crave avocados. You know, I crave. I crave my big, beautiful avocado hemp seed salads with coconut oil, and I crave, you know, decadent fruit every morning and. I crave, you know, good things. And actually, I need to learn how to introduce things like, you know, uh, cacao and, and things like that, raw chocolate and things like that into my diet. Because you actually those... don't. Go ahead. You don't, you don't actually need to include uh, those kind of things. For, I mean, this is my opinion that mm-hmm. I, I, I think I use, I've got this whole jar of, of raw chocolate, and I think I've probably used two tablespoons out of it over the last six months. I've got co- goji berries. I think I've, I made some trail mix when I went traveling, and I put some gojis in there. And, I mean, for me, all that stuff, it, it's, not, it's not natural to this, my environment. You know? Yeah, and you know what I've been I've been dealing with lately is the nuts. The whole thing with the nuts, like before I went 100% raw, I ate walnuts every day. I had almonds at least twice a week, and I found that the cleaner my body got, the harder it was for me to digest. However, I need some variety. Mm-hmm. You know, I do different fruit every morning after my green juice, and uh, I do put oils in my green juice. Some days I'll use you know, flax oil. Other days I'll use, you know, a teaspoon of coconut oil or something. But I'm finding now that the cleaner I get with, or the more real I get with my food, the more real I get with my life, the more I leave out those man-made oils and just kind of stick with the avocados and Mm -hmm. things like that, the better off I feel. Absolutely. But I do need variety, and I'd like to make... uh, the salmon pate, Alyssa's salmon pate uh, I'll tell with you what, walnuts. Make the chili and bring it to your family. What does that have in it? Oh, it has tomatoes and um, sprouts. They're the main ingredients and then just the, the uh, seasonings. Very easy so, to make and I, I brought it and it was, it's, uh, it's my, my homemade family. I, I don't live with my family. They're back east. My blood family. Well, not they're actually not my blood family. I was adopted. But anyway, the people I knew when I was growing up are all back east. I'm in California, and uh, I've got another family. And this is uh, my teacher and his, his friends and students. And I went to their house on Wednesday evening before Thanksgiving, and that's what I brought. I brought them the uh, 
uh, Alyssa's Chili, and they were just amazed that you could actually make something that tasted that good. And these are people who really know chili. And they were actually really? shocked. They said, this is raw. And I said, absolutely. Nothing cooked. Nope. What kind of sprouts is it? Well, she says barley, but I didn't have any barley, and I wasn't about to do any sprouting, so I went to Whole Foods, and I got some uh, a, a tub of the kamut and a tub of the soft wheat, and I just threw them in there. And it's so great. I bought a sprouting bag and have no idea how to use it. <laughs> oh, just put some seeds in there and wet them. That's my understanding. I don't know. I was just looking at that today. I don't know. So what happened when you actually did go to the um, to Thanksgiving dinner? Um, I, you know, I just went and stayed there and chit-chatted for a little while and left. So do you didn't sit down with them when they had the din- the meal? That It wasn't finished yet. The turkey had another two hours to go. And, and you know, it's more of... Um, it's it's more of a thing now, Rebel, where they I think they so much think, Oh, she's not eating or she's so thin or she's and you know, my mother knows I I, I eat a ton. She's seen my meals and she's seen that they're big enough for four people, which actually I'd like to tone down. Um but as you know, when you're transitioning to raw and you're in that phase, you, you know, eat. you 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 tend to overeat, you know, because it's, and it's fine. Well, it's not really overeating, Andrea. You know, I don't consider it overeating because what you're eating, when you're eating meat, and I don't care whether it's chicken, fish, uh, steak, whatever, that's so dense and it's so heavy. And then so when you go to something that's light and airy and it's got more water in it, like uh, like the greens and the fruits and stuff like that, you're going to eat a lot of it in order to get that sense of of uh, satisfaction and that that's one of the things people when they start out they realize they, they say i can't believe i'm eating this much food well you're eating a lot of water yeah now i do tend to food combined a, a little bit mm-hmm. i find that some foods um digest better with others i, I told you about my little pineapple issue this morning mm-hmm. With my strawberries, how something just didn't mesh with them together. I don't know. Maybe that's a... But I'm learning, you know, and, and that's what I like to teach other people. That's right. There's there's nothing and, set in gold here. It's just you got to do what you've got to do and test it out and use your body as, as a... You know what's really fun, though, is that we're using our bodies as test tubes. But there's nothing we... There's no way we can really harm them as long as we're eating natural, organic healthy fruits, vegetables, seeds, and nuts, and greens. That's true. I'm a big greens girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, how do you feel about the juicing? Do you juice? I don't. I have. I did when I first started as well. Um, the best book, I would say, is uh, Walker's book. I can't remember his first name, but Walker's book Norm. on fresh fruit, Norman Walker. Yeah. Anyway, we got to go. It's been a pleasure having you on, Andrea. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Hope to do it again. Well, I hope you get your own show going, girl. Well, I will, I will. And everyone, check out www.thehealthyhaven.net. All right, hold on. If you'd like to advertise on or sponsor this program, please contact me at spillyourbeans at rockinradio.com. My engineer is Bo Astrup. I'm Rebel Revity saying, remember to revel in life and always play with your food. Bye for now. 